Playing by the uncertainties of our modern world, life can seem awfully bleak at times. In our search for purpose, meaning, and certainty, most of us would love to have an inkling of what lies ahead, to have even a glimpse of tomorrow today. In our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today, we share from the Bible a wonderful blueprint of hope, which reveals that God wants us to live an abundant life and that he has an amazing future planned for us. All right. Welcome to our podcast, Knowing Tomorrow Today. I'm your host, Merrick Brown. Uh, thank you always for joining me on this journey of hope. I always want to encourage you to like, subscribe, and share these messages of hope wherever you listen, with your family, with your friends, with your coworkers, and just all who you meet. And so in our last episode, we learned the good news, and this is absolutely good news, that God has not abandoned us to despair and eternal loss. Uh, we discovered that God's response to humanity's suffering, pain, and death was to come down into our very mess himself. Uh, this is just amazing when you think about it. Uh, in fact, you know, we read in Galatians chapter 4 verse 4, it tells us that when the right time came, God sent forth his son born of a woman to buy freedom for us so that he could adopt us as his very own children. This is just amazing that the son of God would come down to us uh, like that in the person of Jesus of Nazareth. We also learn uh, based on a time prophecy given in the book of Daniel, in fact, in Daniel chapter 9, that uh, um, Jesus would begin his ministry to save humanity about the year 27 AD. Uh, and so if you want to check out last week's podcast episode, you can actually do so to get more details on that. So when Jesus appeared in the year 27 AD, the Jewish nation was caught up in a patriotic excitement that bordered on national hysteria and revolution, right? Uh, Jewish freedom fighters frequently organized themselves into resistance groups and launched skirmishes against the strongholds of the Roman uh, occupiers and of course Rome's response was to viciously clamp down on these Jewish dissenters and the result was that hundreds of freedom Jewish freedom fighters were crudely executed for their rebellion against the Roman Empire however none of Rome's frequent and brutal retaliation uh, it, it did nothing to dampen a uh, Jewish enthusiasm for independence that was fueled by visions of messianic deliverance uh, and of course it was in this expectant atmosphere that the greatest of the messianic prophets right uh john the baptist he showed up and he began to preach right and his message was was simple it was repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand you find this in matthew chapter 3 verse 2 and so thousands of jews flocked to the wilderness of judea to hear john the baptist because uh his message of the coming kingdom of god and the coming messiah it resonated with the national mood at the time now at the center of john's message was the imminent return of messiah right and all jews wanted to have a part in the new era that was about to dawn in israel's history so the truth is it is not by happenstance or coincidence that the jews have been so consequential in world history without a doubt the jews have made significant contributions to many aspects of human history throughout the centuries uh, we think of people like albert einstein the jewish physicist who formulated the theory of relativity or sigmund freud a jewish neurologist and the father of psychoanalysis who made significant advances in understanding the human mind of course there have been great jewish composers and musicians like leonard Bernstein. Bernstein or uh, Igor Stravinsky, who left a, a lasting mark on classical and contemporary music. 
And of course, there have been several Jewish filmmakers. I mean, uh, the per such a person who comes to mind is Steven Spielberg, who made just groundbreaking contributions to the world of cinema. Uh, Jewish survivors and their descendants have been so much instrumental in raising awareness, right, about the Holocaust and promoting tolerance and understanding in our world and despite centuries of discrimination and persecution the jews have persevered and have demonstrated resilience in the face of adversity right and so clearly the jewish people they have been blessed they have been blessed as a people yet they were not chosen by god because of their race or intellect or because of any special unique qualities that uh, they innately possess israel was blessed as a nation because of the faithfulness of their ancestor abraham right now early in their history and you find this in deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 7 moses reminded the israelites and this is what he says he said listen god did not choose you <laughs> and he did not choose you uh, to lavish his love on you because you were larger or greater than other nations for you were the smallest of all nations imagine that it is simply because the lord loves you moses said to them and because he was keeping his oath that he had sworn to your ancestors and so when, when god called the patriarch abraham who was later uh well abraham his, his name was abraham that abraham and then he was renamed abraham to leave Ur of the, uh, the, the chaldees to go to canaan he demonstrated an, uh, an unquestioning obedience to god to such an extent that the bible calls abraham the friend of god and the father of all those who believe god called abraham in order to bequeath to him and his descendants the everlasting salvation promise that he made to adam and eve in the garden of eden and you find that in you can go back and check that out in genesis chapter 3 verse 15 god's plan right is to save all of humanity and to restore righteousness mercy and justice to our planet it was god's design that the descendants of abraham his chosen people would be a holy people his own special treasure from among all the nations of the earth a kingdom of priests his holy nation and you find that in genesis sorry it's in exodus chapter 19 verse 5 to 6 and the plan was that the jewish people or the israelites they would demonstrate in their lives an example of how God expects all of humanity to live so that all nations would be drawn to God. That was the plan, right? Uh, of course, when we quickly trace the history of the descendants of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, we actually see God putting into action his great salvation plan to save humanity. For example, in his divine providence, God geographically placed Israel at the ancient crossroads of the nation. So the plan was that, so that all nations of the earth would naturally come in contact with them. Right? It was God's design that the seed of the woman, Jesus of Nazareth, the one who would destroy the devil and save humanity, would be born among his chosen people, right? The Israelites. All right. And so uh, it is Jesus of Nazareth, the root of David, who would one day establish God's eternal kingdom of justice and, and, and righteousness on the earth. Right. It was God's plan that Israel would serve also as his witness in all the earth, in all the planet that God exists uh, and that he's the creator and the redeemer of mankind. Now listen to this. You find it, you'll find this in the book of Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 43, verse 9 to 13. And this is what God says. He says, gather the nations together. Can any of them predict even a single day in advance? Where are the witnesses of such predictions? Who can verify 
that they spoke truth. But you, he's talking to Israel now, he's talking to the Jews, but you are my witnesses, O Israel. You are my servant. You have been chosen to know me, uh, to believe in me, and to understand that I alone I am God. There is no other God. There never has been and there never will be. I am the Lord and there is no, no other Savior. And he says to them, listen, you are my witnesses. You are witnesses that I am the only God in all the earth from eternity to eternity. Right? No one can oppose what I do. No one can reverse my actions. Israel's special status, uh, special status in the world as God's holy people, as God's chosen people, it was contingent upon them remaining faithful to the Creator. Uh, you find it in, in Exodus chapter 19, verse uh, 5, that God says to them, Listen, if you obey me, if you obey me and keep my covenant, you'll be my own special treasure among all the peoples on earth, for all the earth belongs to me. Yet history reveals that over time, Israel broke their covenant relationship with God. And as a nation, they lost their way so that by the time that Jesus of Nazareth appeared in their midst in 27 AD, they had very mis misguided notions of what the Messiah would do. Still, I'm telling you, perhaps the, the two greatest contributions that the Jewish people, as God's chosen people, have made to humanity is that they have preserved for us, um, as the Apostle Paul calls it, the oracles of God. Now, what is the oracles of God? In other words, they have passed down to us the Old Testament portion of the Bible. Now, the, the Christian Old Testament is largely based on the Hebrew Bible, which is the sacred scripture of Judaism. So, the Old Testament contains important writings such as the Torah. The Torah contains you know, uh, the books of Genesis, uh, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, uh, Psalms, they pass down to the, the, the prophets, the wisdom literature, uh, which Christians have incorporated into the Bible. Yet, I'm telling you, perhaps, and this is, a, I, I believe this to be really true, right? Perhaps their single greatest contribution that the Jewish people have given to the world, right, is that they have given to us Jesus of Nazareth, right, the Son of God. The, and and he, Jesus, we know he is the central figure of Christianity. Jesus was a Jewish teacher and preacher who began his ministry to save humanity in 27 AD. Uh, his teachings, parables, and actions formed the foundation of the Christian faith. My friends, this same Jesus uh, who was gifted to us by God through his chosen people, uh, he's more than able to save us. He's more than able to heal us. He's more than able to restore us from a life of sin, misery, and disappointments. Jesus loves us, and he wants for you and I to get to know him better. He wants to have an eternal relationship with us, right? Why not, if you have not yet done so, why not invite him to come into your life today? He tells us, Jesus tells us in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11 to 14, he says, I know what I've planned for you. I have plans to prosper you not to harm you. I have plans to give you a future filled with hope. When you call out to me and come to me in prayer, I will hear your prayers. And he says, if you seek me with all of your heart and soul, I will make myself available to you. My friends, this same Jesus, right? This God of love, he has planned an amazing future for us, right? And he also wants us to have an abundant life today as we come 
to him, right? He wants us to bless us in our lives even today as we look forward to the future. My hope is that you will come to trust him more and more in a life of faith. Yes, he's able to free you. He's able to free us of all our struggles, of all our issues, of all our problems, and, and to give us the peace that passes all understanding. I promise that if you do, your life will never be the same. Listen, uh, before I leave, I just want to encourage you to remember to like, to subscribe, and to share this podcast wherever you listen. Um, you know, you can also email me. My email address is knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. It's knowingtomorrowtoday at gmail.com. If you have questions, if you want me to pray for you, listen, I will also send you a copy of the book that inspired this podcast. It's called Knowing Tomorrow Today, uh, Glimpses of the Future That Will uh, Change Your Life. I'll send you a, a book stub so you can actually get an electronic copy copy of the book. May God continue to bless you. I'm Merrick Brown. Until next time, stay blessed and stay well. Never stay the same. It's gonna get better. Never stay the same. It's gonna get better.